This is Susan Wilbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, Bright Soul. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. I hope this finds you well. And I hope that your spring is off to a beautiful start for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. And let's see what's been going on here. Not really all that much. Same thing, working out, getting stronger, reading, developing, growing, work's been busy, clients are busy, just continuing to serve and show up in all the ways that I do. And I'm over here sipping a protein shake. I've been seeing all of these advertisements for this Ninja Creamy and I don't know if you all have heard of it, but it's an ice cream maker. And, you know, a lot of times we fall prey to these gadgets that we don't use. But I will say I use my Instant Pot. I use my air fryer. I've I've had a Vitamix for, I don't know, 15 years, and I still use it. It's still going. And so now the new craze is this Ninja Creamy. Um, and so what I see is people sharing how they use protein powder to make ice cream. Well, I was thinking to myself, I have a Vitamix, so I can make ice cream in a Vitamix. So I was using some of my protein powder and putting a lot of ice in and pudding mix, um, sugar-free pudding mix. Anyway, it just made a really thick, almost frosty-like protein shake that is taking me forever to get down. (laughs) It's so much. But anyway, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Ninja Creamy. This isn't an advertisement. I have no affiliation, and I don't even know anyone personally that has them. It's just people that I follow for recipes and high-protein meals that are very creative in the kitchen. They're the ones showing all these things that they're doing with this Ninja Creamy. So anyway, I thought, well, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many things that we can fall prey to, and then we end up just going back to the basics, right? Although, again, I will say the gadgets that I have, I actually really do use. But anyway, as I'm stirring my incredibly thick protein shake that is not ice cream and I don't want to freeze it because I've done that before and then I don't like the consistency of it and that's the thing with this Ninja Creamy they mix it put it in the freezer for two hours and then when they take it out and put it under this machine the machine then turns it into ice cream or sorbet or whatever but anyway neither here nor there that's random thoughts this morning as I'm stirring my incredibly thick protein shake (laughs) that I've been sipping on for an hour and it's not even halfway down, but I'm going to get it down because I got to get my protein in. All right. So let's go into the topic for today. And that is watering the things that matter. Now, I don't, a lot of times when I go to the gym, I listen to it. It varies what I listen to, but oftentimes I'll listen to motivational content or inspirational content instead of music. And it really just puts me in a different headspace. It depends on how hard my workout is. Um, a lot of times I've just switched to music. But, and I will say that I was listening to a compilation and they were talking about things, focusing your attention and your time on things that matter. And one of the reasons I brought up the Ninja Creamy thing is because that, that doesn't really matter. This is, these are just material things in this world, you know, that could or could not make our life easier. It's probably marketing, you know, to get, 
the company Ninja that I have no affiliation with. I don't even own anything Ninja related, but to get them more money and how we can fall prey to these things and how we can fall into the trap of thinking we need things or focusing our attention on things that really don't serve us. Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't be opposed if someone wanted to gift me a Ninja Creamy. I would be so grateful. (laughs) I'm not saying that. But you got to create space in your life to contemplate on the things that really matter and then put your energy and your time on those things as the priority. Because nowadays with all the distractions and the noise, I was just having this conversation yesterday. I went to coffee with someone and we were talking about how People no longer can sit with themselves. You know, they've got to always have a TV on or background noise or there's always got to be some kind of racket or distraction. They almost use it as a companion instead of sitting how nature intended quietly, sitting outside and interacting with things around you, getting off the phone, disconnecting, just getting it all the way away from you, completely disconnecting and actually engaging in your environment, getting away from the screens. We don't spend time outside the way we used to, and it's so beneficial. It's grounding, it regulates your nervous system, and it resets you because in this modern-day technology era that we're in, people don't ever want to be bored. They don't allow themselves to sit and be bored. And is it boredom or is it stillness? Because I can tell you I can sit in utter silence and do nothing and just sit and observe. I've trained myself to do it. It's a practice. And when I look around at people that have frustrated their life with chaos and using all of their time and energy on things that don't even matter, you know, whatever the latest celebrity is doing, we don't even know if that's true. It's a spun agenda. You don't know that person personally. There's usually something behind it, some, some kind of distraction. And you don't even know the person. And you get all caught up in talking about it. I have a friend that does this all the time. She's obsessed with like celebrities and she'll, and I don't care. I don't know the people. I don't care. It's not worth my time. It's not worth my energy. And it isn't going to benefit what I personally value and where I want to spend my energy on. And I only, and I'm not saying that we don't all do that sometimes because we do. But what I'm saying is I would really invite you to sit and think about what matters to you. And build your life and prioritize your life in a way that gets you back to the basics of supporting the things that bring you deep fulfillment and that really, really matter to you. What really matters to me is connection, my health, my deep sense of purpose. I want to be a beneficial presence on the planet. I want my presence to add value. If I can't help something, I definitely don't want to hurt it. So... I want to look around and look for opportunities to connect with people, to validate people, to serve in my purpose as a healer. And I want to make people's day brighter. And I want to take care of my body through movement. I want a calm body. I want a fit body. And I want a house full of love. What's interesting is those things have to be earned. You know, you have to actually earn and work for a calm mind in this day and age because There's so much distraction and so many attempts to grab your attention with the notifications and you have to work at keeping your mind, your mind calm um, and your, your nervous system regulated. How do you do that? Meditation, breath work, discipline, organizing your life so that you don't get into all these distractions. 
it's it's even more challenging these days because there's so much pull at us. So it's it's a practice, but it can definitely be done. And then for a fit body, that has to be earned. You can't buy that. You have to actually put the work in. You've got to go to the gym, discipline your eating, stretch, recover, do all those things. And and actually, when you have to earn something, it makes it more valuable. If everyone had it, it wouldn't be really that big of a deal. It, it wouldn't even be anything to be striving for or wouldn't be anything to be proud of because everyone has it. So that's something that you can't buy. You have to earn it, right? And a house full of love, that's also something that you cultivate. How do you cultivate it? By being who you are, by being a loving being. The world wants to pull you into a negative, angry place. The world is looking for occasions to be offended and to get everyone riled up. That's what the news does. All it does is report bad news, something to put you in fear mode. They're always wanting to scare you, to dysregulate your nervous system so you're easily controlled. So it takes a actual practice to go back to who you are, which is a being of love, and to love even people that are so inundated in the world and so chaotic and not anywhere near the level of wanting to devote themselves to a spiritual practice of calm mind. And I'm not even judging because everyone's path is different, but I'm saying that it takes time and effort and it takes a conscious decision and aligned choices to support those decisions to create that for yourself. But it really starts with identifying what do you value and then watering those things that you value. The other thing is not watering things that don't matter. So a lot of times people get into victim mentality and they feel like they're a victim. I hear this a lot and it's defeating. It's exhausting. No one wants to be around it. Um, and they don't even realize that they're doing it to themselves. But let's just say you're, you're working with someone and you have a disagreement with someone there's a couple of ways you can interpret that. That person could be going through something. That person may just not like you. Usually, though, people are, they are treating you in a way based on what's going on with them. Because though I have had disagreements at work with people, I'm not ugly to them. I'm not rude to them. And none of those things, because that's not who I am. Even though I don't particularly like the person, I don't like the way they treated me, I can forgive and move on. That Because that is who I am as a person, and that's my practice. A person that holds grudges and is always feeling bullied and feels like someone's always, they're in victim mode. Victim, victim, victim. So too, someone who's in victim mode, they're a victim in every circumstance. It's It goes back to your mindset and how you choose to process things. And I had to shift this for myself. Um, and it took work. And it took me not continuing to tell everyone what a victim I am. And this person did that. And this person, because when you're doing that, you're energizing those thought forms and you're making it bigger and bigger and bigger. Not only are you drawing more opportunities for that to happen because you've created a huge thought form doing it, but you're also pushing people away that have the type of mindset that will probably serve you better. What you're doing is you're pulling other people in and they'll tell you stories of how they're victimized and you guys can have a huge victim party and you're probably stuck and stagnant, not going to go anywhere because you're in a vibration that's very limiting. Or you can stop talking about that and you can process it. And I'm not saying that people aren't victimized at times. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that really and honestly and truly, it's where you're putting your attention. So you could have something happen to you and it could be painful and you can move through those emotions. And then you can just say, you know what? I don't know why this is happening to me or why this happened to me, but I want to choose a better feeling thought. 
I want to process it, do therapy, whatever, get moved through it, and then start aligning with something that feels better. This is the way that I've shifted this in my life. I've never really seen someone continually talking about a negative experience, lifting them up. I've never seen that happen unless you've moved through it and you are actually saying, hey, this happened to me. You're showing someone like this happened to me and I felt this way. I felt that way. And then here's how I shifted it. And here I am today and how I feel. That's different. That's someone that has been through something that's relatable that can inspire you. That's completely different. What I'm talking about is people that are just constantly, I don't know why this is happening to me and I'm such a victim and it's, it's very limiting. And so... When I used to find myself doing this, I would just stop. I would just stop in my tracks and say, what would I like to experience in this moment and what is important to me? Because usually when someone is feeling like they're lacking in something or they're victimized, it's the absence of something that they want. So if you can shift it and start focusing on how can I build these connections to get what I want? How can I then focus on this is what I want and how can I develop these qualities within myself to build that vibrational alignment so that I can then experience those things. At least that's what worked for me and that's what I did and that's what I continue to do and that's what works for me. Um, And so really that's all I wanted to offer. Just if you can find some time to start building your priorities around what really matters and letting go of the other things. Don't let this world crowd your peace Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. Don't let this world take away your inner peace and that deep fulfillment that comes from aligning your life with your values and what's true to you and what you really want. Take some time each day to sit in that. At least that's what I'm doing. And that's all I wanted to share. So we can go into a healing. You can uncross your arms and legs and focus on your breathing Oh, and inevitably someone will say, why do I have to uncross my arms and legs? You don't have to. You can leave them crossed. It's like a kinked water hose, though. It, the energy does not flow as easily if you are crossing your limbs. Someone in one of the comments said, oh, the reason you have to uncross your arms and legs is because if you cross your arms and legs, it closes in your aura. No, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Yes, it does close in your aura, but that's not the reason. The reason is if I'm trying to flow energy into your body and your body is kinked up it's not as easily accessible so that's the reason so anyway let's go into the healing
Okay, and so it is. You can come back into your body. If you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, you can do so over at blendedinsight.com. I haven't sent out anything in a very long time, but that is the way that I send things out when I do have announcements to make, and I send it there first. And as always, I want to wish you a beautiful week. Take care. Bye-bye.